I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome back. This is part two of our episode with Eric. If you have not heard the first one, you might want to go back and give it a listen. Back from break number one of fucking 40, I'm sure. <laughs> that was just one, dude. It's going to be your last one. What? Why are you going to tell me what to do? <laughs> How many white claws have you had here? Uh, That's your third? Two two at this point. This is uh, my third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. How many do you have? 18? I know. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I, I'm going to have it like halfway through this kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So, you're burning all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go through your nose? Almost. <laughs> it burned the back of my throat. Oh. It burned the back of my throat. <laughs> I almost spit that shit on you. <laughs> it wouldn't have been the first time. <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> Let's keep the tone. You burnt all your shit, right? Right. Paul and Ben are starting to see stuff. Yeah. You pay no mind to it. You delve headfirst <clears throat> into tattooing to keep your mind off of it, to try to just stay away. Okay? Yeah. Well, you know what's funny was with, with tattooing, uh, again with manifestation, you know, at the time, tattooing wasn't fucking popular at all. It was yeah, fucking yeah. 91, 92, you know? And, you know, I have everybody telling me that you know it's bullshit give it up like you know you're, you're not going to make money out of it blah 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 but me being an obsessive personality I was like fuck that it's going to work yeah you know and here I am today still fucking tattooing you know 30 oh. fucking years later yeah you know for manifestation again magic right people don't understand like magic fucking works you just have to have the will do what that will should yeah. be the whole of the law love is the law Alistair Crowley shit that's the way this world works. But your talent had, had a little bit to do with it. <clears throat> but that's because actually of, he was a shitty artist. I was, <laughs> I was just fucking. I just was. Kidding. No, 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 yeah, no. No, but you I'm still you, fucking have shit. But you and know I'll what? I'll give you that. Yeah. You were <laughs> you were super obsessed. <clears throat> yeah. To make uh, a career out of art. Right. You never gave up. Yeah. Exactly. But this ties in. Tattooing ties in with the uh, occult shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so around this time is when me and you started getting into acid. Mm-hmm. Acid is what sparked up 
the interest to get back into the occult again. Mm. Really? Yeah. Because wow. I feel like acid or hallucinogenics open up a certain part of your brain. Yep. To where, to the spiritual world, to the etheric plane or whatever. Right. You know, but at the same time, it also opened up my mind to be more artistic. Right. Like, it was weird. I was able to, when someone would explain something to me after I did acid, I can picture it very, very vividly. Right. And that helped, I think, with my artwork. Right. Like when I when I talk to clients and they're giving me their explanation or whatever, like I picture it in my mind very vivid. And I have to think acid for that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it helps me draw and it helps me do my shit. Right. You know? But I, I think also artists in general, right? So like I tell Paul <clears throat> when we're writing, I don't I don't think about notes. Like I, I I see it, right? And I see things in colors, right? Like I'll see reds or greens when I'm like really in to what it is I want to lay down. Ah, you know the etheric I mean? plane, the language of the plane. <laughs> it's <laughs> colors, I'm telling you. It's it's weird. Yeah, like I don't I don't it, think it, of it things. It's a part in, of it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a lot of times when I was in the etheric plane, it was weird. Like picture like a quilt mm -hmm. with a bunch of like squares or colors on it. Mm -hmm. You can dive in to each color somehow and Fuck, it's so fucking weird to explain. Yeah. Um, it's like you dive into this certain color of the quilt, and you're expressing what you want to say, and then you dive into another, and you have like a different emotion. It's That's how the etheric plane is. It doesn't make any fucking sense in this world, mm -hmm. but it makes sense in that world. In that right? world. And yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you, you touched on the fact that <laughs> you didn't do drugs until later right because most people are gonna be like oh you were on drugs at the same time you're experiencing exactly. all this shit so the bulk of it right the right. meat of this situation and how it transpired you were drug free right right i was and, clean and that, and i was healthy yeah. as fuck right. and that, that's what i like right because i don't want people to be like oh this dude is a druggie of course you're gonna see shit right. like that but you weren't until later the drugs brought it back right if anything, yeah yeah it did actually it, that's a that's a very good point yeah i think even for um, I think even for myself, it was kind of like, uh, I mean, bear in mind, we were teenagers yeah. on our own at the time. Right. Um, so, you know, I think we were on our own, like our parents were not around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, free for all. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to do fucking drugs and party your ass off. Yeah. Or delve into shit you're not <laughs> supposed to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is the occult. And and when we would do LSD, it was always um, thinking about that stuff, you know, what was going on with the right. within the house and stuff like that. But <clears throat> it didn't like I can honestly tell you, while being on that, I don't think I really ever experienced much towards what we're talking about. Every almost most well, of the okay. You remember that one time that I was in my room and I was staring at my wall. Oh yeah, I and, do remember uh, that. I'm seeing this sea. Yeah, of that was like, cool. Like a red sea with skeletons. It was like, a sea of floating. lava with yeah, skeletons like lava. and coffins floating down. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting there staring at this shit. And I'm just tripping out by myself. And then Paul walks in. And he's like, what are you looking at? And I'm, I just point at the wall. He's like, oh. And he starts describing everything I'm seeing. I'm like, I'm not the fucking only one. Yeah. Yeah. And what that, that yeah. right there was like, 
holy shit. He's seeing exactly what I'm seeing without me explaining it to him. And that that's... Okay, so... Back to the spiritual world. I've never done a drug a day in my life, so you guys are going to have well, to maybe help. maybe you fucking should, dude. No, Just I kidding. haven't. <laughs> so you're going to have to help me understand this. So the fact that... So two guys, both on the same drug. There's no way... Well, I'm not going to say there's no way because it actually happened, right? But it's weird that you both are seeing the same thing, yeah. or is that a normal thing for... No, that's pretty strange. Normally, you see. I thought it was strange. No, but yeah. normally everyone has their own experience. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah, like when you do acid, uh, everybody takes on a different character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you become complete strangers. To me, anyways, in yeah. my experiences, it's like I really don't know who the fuck Paul is. So you and I can fall in love all over again every day. Oh, I mean if. You look like a sexy bitch. I don't <laughs> but it, I thought that was weird that Paul saw the exact same thing that I was seeing without explaining shit to him. And that experience right there is what kind of triggered, like, holy fuck, like, there's something here. Uh, I want to get back into shit. But just not as deep as I was before. So how many years later was this after you had burnt everything and just <clears throat> turned your back on? Uh, maybe like two, three years, maybe. Okay. Yeah, at the, at the very minimum a year, but probably about two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had been a while. Um, so when you got back into it, <laughs> was it like a, you eased into it? or you like, I know Well, you, yeah. I it, know was, you, it was like kind of like, it was like having fun with a Ouija board. Okay, so just small That's stuff. That's all it like was. That. Okay. Small shit. Okay. To me, like most people, are like, ooh, Ouija board, it's a big fucking deal. Well, to me, it, yeah. Uh, right now, Paul, not, you had said you, you guys did it with a legit. What's a legit? We, not the, like one the from ones that Hasbro. you can get at the store, but what? eventually we started making our own. So the legit one was the store one or yeah. the one you made? Okay. Yeah, when I say legit, I mean like crafted like a, well, for see, that purpose. Like, yeah, Ouija boards freak me out, and I'll, I, I will not touch one, but. It's like, how much... So, the the Ouija board itself doesn't hold the power, right? I mean, because this is a Ouija board from Hasbro that's manufactured. No. I think it has nothing to do with that. That's just your 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 gateway. Your, your... Right. It matters who's using okay. it. Okay. It's a form of communication to the other side. Yeah. So, but it all depends on who's using it. That's, that's to me. And also, if there's something there. Um... Just like, you know, right now, a lot of people are into, like, the spirit box. Right. It's just... A, they are the world's greatest band. No, not the band. Oh. They only have I've one. I've never heard of them. Uh, you are missing out, my man. But, <laughs> like, anybody can make a spirit box. Yeah. But, again, it's also about channeling. So, like, somebody like you, who you don't... Like you said, like, there's this, like, block for you, right? You can create a spirit box or use a Ouija board and nothing will probably even happen. Yeah. Everybody's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> but <laughs> you put Eric in a room, it's going to be a very different All story. All sorts of shit's going to happen. Yeah. Manifestation. Yeah. I think it sort of boils down to, you know? Actually, you might get something. Your Native American blood. There's a lot to Native American Fuck yeah. Blood. Well, I mean, obviously, it's what started the whole yeah. fucking shit, dude. You know? And I don't understand how you've never done hallucinogens because freaking peyote. I mean, <laughs> hello. Dude, my dad. Let me tell you. My dad put the fear in us. You know how sh- we weren't sheltered. It's just... Back in the day, which you dabbled with a little also, there was um, the whole gang explosion, right? Gangs were popular, and everyone was in a gang, and 
we lived on a huge gang street. Yeah. So my dad didn't want us outside, you know, so he bought us every video game under the sun. He just tried to keep us inside to not be... There were video games back then? Yeah, dude. Uh, Nintendo, <laughs> Sega. Oh, funny thing is, you were looking outside, peeking out the window, and there's Eric. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I think we did come across each other. I'm sure right? we did. I was, I was dating some chick that was like lived like a house down from me. Because I was friends with Rocky and all those Oh, dudes. yeah. The Cedas. Yeah. Those guys are my yeah. buddies, man. Little Jimmy Cedar, he and I grew up together. I'm surprised they didn't jump your ass in. They tried, they tried to. But you know what was so weird? Not them particularly. The guys next to us. We used to live next to these dudes called the Olguin brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. And, yeah, no, and Mario for, and... Yeah, Cheerios, yeah, Cheerios. And Renee. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they respected my dad a lot, man. And they would always tell us, no, go inside. No, go inside. They respected my dad for whatever reason. They didn't mess with us. They didn't do anything. That's a whole different fucking thing, huh? Uh, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> I know I was going to ask about that, but I didn't want to ruin the groove. How you went nah, from yeah, devil worshiping to part-time cholo. But at that <laughs> part-time cholo, yeah. <laughs> Who has the picture of you in the red beanie? You're wearing a, I think you're wearing like a white jersey. Socks oh, up to yeah. Your Where is that? Who has I that have picture? No was it fucking you? idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Those were interesting times. Yeah, but yeah, those funny. guys. Three... Some, you know what? We need another podcast of that shit with you, that. your experiences <laughs> <laughs> and trying to make you not be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just that kid that had a dream of being a football player, and Eric was the gangster. There's <laughs> <laughs> some good boys, stories, man. Fucking hilarious. Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting off track. We'll, right. we'll save All the right. cholo days for another time. All right. So, drugs brought you back into it, right? You yeah. started having the vivid... Well, lightly. Lightly, yes. Lightly. They wanted you to open the, open the book again. <clears throat> right. So, me... Paul and Ben and uh, our roommate Jesse, uh, we start fucking with the Ouija board, and uh, it, it starts talking about that other shit, uh, Belial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, where who's there? And spells out like Belial. Yeah, and that was another. Oh, uh, memo. Me- well, that was different. That was Monterey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. Monterey. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Beachcomber yeah. was Belial. Belial. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it starts talking to and telling Paul and Ben and Jesse to fucking kill me mm-hmm. because I don't know I was gonna fuck up the shit somehow or whatever. Or you betrayed but, it. Or betrayed it. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it was. And uh, I thought that was fucking crazy because I was like, holy shit, like, you know. Now he wants me dead. Why you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, every time we got on it, that's all it would mention was it would always come back to that. Like yeah, always. Like it pretty much would tell Ben and I like I'm gonna haunt you until, until you we Eric. get what we want, which right. is Eric. Yeah, exactly. Which is why so, I've had it was like 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 kind of like trying to tell him like you know kill this fucker. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Which I thought was pretty cool. And I honestly think that. That was kind of part of why Ben and I were more tormented in terms of what was happening in the house. Because I honestly felt like it was just fucking with us. Like Until yeah. you did it. Yeah. Did, like, did you ever consider killing your brother? No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but I have said that I have said that if if the day that Eric passes away, I'm gonna win the lottery. I know. Everyone... All of a sudden they're gonna be like, We found the fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to be in the etheric plane being like, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what he was trying to say. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so 
what it was a couple of years after that that finally you moved to the monterey house right right exactly so um, do you feel like so we we now established that you felt like something attached itself to you um and it just kind of followed you this there. is what happened i remember last time you said that uh you know i asked grandpa to move into the monterey house but it wasn't like that mom kicked me out of the fucking house oh that is right i had nowhere to fucking go right it's not like I had like a lot of friends or anything like that, so I broke into the Monterey house. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah. I broke into the Monterey house, and of course there was no fucking utilities, mm-hmm. no electric, no nothing. And this is like during fucking winter time, cold as fucking shit. Yeah. And so I'm spending the night there or whatever. So real, real quick before you get into yeah. that, so my mom ended up buying another house. Like, I literally moved back in with my mom mm-hmm. at eight, like, close to, like, I'm not like 18 years old around there. No, um, it was, you were younger than that. N- no, no, it was Had 2008, 18. Yeah, I was about 18 years old. I moved really? back in. Yeah, 2000, 17. 2008. Sorry, 2000. I mean, nine, 1998. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, but. I guess you got in an argument with her, so she didn't want you any... Well, no, they, they didn't create a room for me. Yeah, that's right. That's Wait right. a minute. And she told me to get out because of tattooing and everything. Right. So she so kicked we, me out because of tattooing. So we left the Beachcomber house. That, that was not 98, though. Yeah. No, because I met you... I met you guys in, like, 96, and the first thing we did was a 4th of July. We went to your mom's, the oh, okay. Paseo house. Yeah, so, so it was earlier. It was, was way oh, earlier. Okay. So then yeah. I was a little bit younger then. Yeah, and I, I wasn't even... Yeah. Eric had that white van that we all loved. Well, it's <laughs> my mom's. I just stole yeah. it from her. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when, that's when the Beachcomber house finally became abandoned. Right. right, um, right. So um, we, that's right. We moved in there because mom moved in because my grandpa got yeah. sick. Um, so literally the Beachcomber house and the Monterey house are both abandoned at this point. And then my mom and Eric had a an argument or whatever. He was pissed off because, yeah, she got this like custom built home and like didn't like promised him a room and didn't even like you know it was kind of like we were She's on our own at this for point. tattooing yeah we were on our own big as teenagers but then like all of a sudden now we were moving back in with our mom because well like i used to help take care of my grandpa and all that but anyways yeah um so yeah that's right so that's right you ended up going to the uh monterey house um for whatever reason right well i had nowhere else to live yeah yeah so i literally had to break in there mm-hmm. um so i'm fucking Laying there one night, and this is like several nights into it, like no electricity, no water, nothing. Um, and there was a that the staircase, mm. and there was a couch there. Like they they left a lot of like their furniture there. They just like completely abandoned it, basically. And yeah. uh, this couch is like right next to the staircase. So one night I'm sitting there. Well, I'm just laying trying to go to sleep. And it's facing right up the staircase. Right. But actually, before you get into that, sorry for the suspense. (laughs) But I remember during that time, that's when things started to really pick up pace. Because I remember you were experiencing stuff on a regular basis. Right. And that was unusual because even though you experienced stuff at the Beachcomber house, it was almost like um, at the Monterey house, it was like just nonstop. Right. So, but just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. I don't know why yeah. it was like that. It was yeah, it was very weird. So <clears throat> I'm laying there one night and I'm just laying on the couch and I'm looking up at the staircase and I mean it's no electricity, no water, nothing. 
you know, just dead fucking silence. And uh, I start hearing, this house is made out of all wood. So I'm hearing like creaking of the wood upstairs, like footsteps and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And uh, shit, I didn't even have a blanket at all. Like I was just laying there. And um, all of a sudden I'm looking up the stairs and there's like a window at the very top of the stairs, like shining in. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I see this dark fucking figure and I'm like, holy shit, someone broke in. You know, I'm going to fuck this dude up, you know, but I was scared at the same time. And I'm staring at this fucking figure and I'm just trying to see like its next move so I could figure out how to grab it, which my thought was to like stick my hands through the rails, trip it, and then beat the fuck out of it. And, uh, it crawled down the stairs very fast, and all I could see was big white teeth. (sighs) No eyes, no nothing, just a dark figure and teeth. I freak the fuck out. I run out the front door as fast as I can. I think I even left, like, the door open. You called me from a payphone. I called you from a payphone, asked if I can come over. And Mm -hmm. at the time, my mom didn't want me to be in the house. But I was like, hey, like, sneak me in through the window. Like, I'm not fucking spending the night here. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right, because your your room was on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And I told Paul everything that happens. And, of course, he was just like, whatever. (laughs) No, I mean, I, I believed, I did believe you, but I, you know, like, he, it was literally like four in the morning. Yeah, it was. And then, um, it was late. I was like, he told me the story, um, but it was weird because all this stuff that had happened, yeah, I had seen like the silhouette, shadows, people had seen the shadows, but all of a sudden now it has teeth. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I you know. know. It sounds like... It, no, no, it, it was... It sounds like cheesy horror movie right, shit. Right, right. It really does, but I mean... It was like... That's a result. <laughs> yeah. So right away at that moment, it was like, I don't know, this you would have been like i'm never stepping foot in that house adrian but my thought was i can't wait to go to the house so we can use the ouija board and see what the hell's going on i remember another thing too before that there was like curtains in the sunroom or whatever and you had mentioned something about the doors opening the curtains moving something that you were that was always fucking yeah but you had seen it was becoming more and more frequent. Like, there was activity in that room in particular. And I remember yeah. that started just before, like, literally a day or two before oh, you saw Before the, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. That's right. And so, yeah, so right away the next day, like, in the morning, I went with Eric to, to the Monterey house. And sure enough, all the doors are wide open. And I know, in my mind, okay, this is legit. This is real. Like, first of all, Eric wouldn't lie to me. Uh, second of all, Eric does not get scared. Yeah. Like, and he was so scared that he actually didn't even close the doors behind him. Um, so literally, once word got to Ben and and then our at the time our drummer Luis, yeah, we were like, let's use a Ouija board. But well, uh, it took a while because I remember I, I would still go over there and sleep at night. I didn't see anything else after that. Yeah, and I remember that's when uh, <clears throat> I got a job at fucking uh, I forgot where, but I put on the utilities and everything, and that's when we started throwing uh, shows at the house. Right, right. Like we'd have 
you know, our band play or whatever, and we'd invite people. And that was fun. Started partying and stuff. Yeah. And we started getting, like, a lot of people, like, coming in. That's when we met Marcy, you know, Gino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there were so many fucking people that went through that house, and it was just literally a party fucking house. Yeah. But then we started talking about the stories and the shit that I saw, mm-hmm. and that's when we brought out the Ouija, the Ouija board. board one. Right. Night. And that's when Gino... I think he was filming, right? Yeah, but that didn't happen until after the crazy experience. Um, We didn't do the Ouija board with people there because we didn't need to do the Ouija board with people there anymore. We would literally, or did we? I don't know. Maybe we did. All I know is that to me, one of the most um, scariest parts of the story was the night that it was literally just me, you, Ben, and Luis doing the Ouija board. But Gina was filming. No, no. That wasn't until after that. Really? Because after that, we started telling people about that experience. Oh. And that's when Gino that's was, was like, we got to film it. We got to see. Yeah, yeah. So. I could have sworn he got around and filmed, though. One thing. But that was literally. It was literally like all of a sudden, like two days later, we had like freaking, I don't know how many people showing up because everybody wanted to experience it. Oh, but okay. it wasn't until. So going to that particular night, I don't know when it was. That's when we decided. For whatever reason, to use the Ouija board, um, what we did is we took a notebook, um, we hand wrote what's typically on a Ouija board. Um, I think me and Ben, even for whatever reason, Ben got this idea was like, yeah, put blood. If we put blood on it, that's yeah, right. Like, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> we all put our blood it, on it. Right? It makes our connection even stronger, and yeah. we were like, okay, so we put our blood on it, <laughs> and then we were using a instead of the what do you call that thing? The planchette. planchette. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, planchette. planchette. We used the guitar La planchette. pick. Planchette sounds like a. <laughs> <laughs> we used a guitar pick, a guitar pick, and was it was it, that what we were using? Yeah, and it was Holy me fuck. and Ben. Same shape. <laughs> but you know what was crazy about it is that going into that, I was like, "There's no way this is gonna work." Whatever. We just didn't have a Ouija board, so right. we were, it was like, "There's no way this is gonna work." immediately the moment that ben and i put our fingers on that thing it was like crazy it was fast it worked yeah better than any ouija board i've ever right. freaking used and that's when we got into the of course what does everybody do with the ouija board uh show me, show me give some. us a sign that you're here yeah yeah and boom instantly that's it when was, it started throwing shit down the staircase yeah, yeah we would put stuff at the top of the <laughs> stairs uh toys coke cans whatever and it would tell us to count down remember yeah uh, or we would count down and and all of a sudden it would throw stuff down the stairs well first stuff started just like kind of dribbling down the stairs and then it went to full-on throwing stuff like yeah. i was telling daniela a couple of days ago Did it hit Luis or some shit yeah like so what happened was <laughs> it's throwing shit i'll never forget that it's throwing stuff we have all the lights off except for candles right our old drummer is so freaked out at this moment, okay? <laughs> he he gets scared and jumps up to go turn on the light. And as soon as he... Tr- so Ben was like, throw something at least, throw something at least. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as the light goes on, you see a comb or a brush just fucking hit him right in the head. Boom, like <laughs> yeah. it just flew down the stairs, hit him right in the head. Um, and then they started throwing stuff at us. Yeah. Um, Luis had his drum set down there. So every once in a while, it would hit a cymbal or something. Nobody in the room. Nobody there. On cue, it would, you know, hey, all right, we put a Coke can up there. Throw it. It would throw it. It would fall down the stairs somehow. 
it was just it, like literally i mean it got to a point where we didn't even have to use the ouija board to ask well it. that's when we brought gina in to yeah film so that's shit. when we brought him in yeah. yeah and then they did catch i think only one or two times on film yeah yeah it was but who knows whatever happened to that but what made me finally stop was when uh, all of a sudden it stopped throwing shit and then we were like well aren't you gonna do something and it was like i said i'm bored and we were like well what do you want to do and that's when it typed out or put out possess paul oh, and i was right. like fuck <laughs> this i am done and i never used a ouija board from that from this day, that day going forward ever again we should i know <laughs> no. i was actually trying to convince daniela two nights ago we were watching the movie ouija i was like we need to use a ouija board come on i'll make one right now and she was like hell no and i was like whatever you're boring <laughs> that's exactly what he said <laughs> I don't blame her, dude. Fuck that. But it was on cue. It was on cue. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but the story doesn't end there, though. Remember when Joe moved in with you mm-hmm. and his son? Mm-hmm. They saw it. Did they? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Where were you living at? At, this at point? the Monterey house. Yeah, Joe Monterey and house. his son moved in upstairs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were at the tattoo shop, and we were talking about it, and Joe just started telling us what him and his son saw. He had never even heard these stories before. No shit. Yeah. So Joe... um, I don't remember that for some reason. Well, I mean, at that point, like, I'm already, like, pretty fucked up. Like, you know, drinking a lot, doing drugs. No, well, like, his... (laughs) I don't know if it was Joe that saw it or his son, but one of them actually described verbatim... They saw the exact you same know, yeah, thing. That's right. That's right. They heard scratching on the window, uh-huh. and they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they yeah, opened yeah. up the blinds or the shutters. That's right. And they saw him outside on the, the roof. outside of the fucking window. Yeah. That's right. The I figure with that the, the, they the figure, figure with the teeth. They described it exactly the same. And that figure was he referred to himself as Memo. Yeah. And you know, if you look at Memo, it's a demon. Oh, really? It's a fucking demon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I remember looking that up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people named Memo around El Paso. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, the way you can recognize Eric on the street is now Memo just, he carries him around on his back. (laughs) It's like Yoda. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so ever since then, right? I mean, I I know things have calmed down. I mean, you moved back to the Beachcomber house. You saw some stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. You at all? Have you seen anything anymore? You still yeah. get shit here and um, there? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's only one thing that's happened to me uh, since then. And this was uh, it was about, I don't know, I think it might have been early last year. That recent? Yeah. Uh, but this is the only thing that's happened to me. Is Okay, so at my house, there's a front of the house. You have a dining room and then the back room where the bedroom is. So, the only way to get from the front to the back is, I mean, there's only one way to go. And then off into the front, there's a guest room. Mm-hmm. So, one night, um, I'm in the dining room, the middle section, and we have a, a aquarium with fish. And uh, the lights were all off. All you can see is just, you know, the light from the tank or whatever. And I look up and I, uh, I see Selena standing there in front of the tank just looking at the fish and uh she's wearing white which i thought was fucking weird white like she doesn't fucking wear white she wears black all the time you know? yeah like typical gothic chick 
And uh, I'm looking at her, and I'm just looking at her, like, stare at the fucking tank. It's like, all right. And I looked down at my phone real quick for something. And I look up, and she's gone. So I naturally go up front, and I'm like, hey, hey, I needed to ask her something. And I look in the guest room. She's not fucking there either. I'm like, what the fuck? And I walk back to the back room. She's already in fucking bed. Not wearing white, wearing black. And I was like, you weren't in the front of the house right now, like, staring at the fish tank? She's like no i've been in bed this whole time i'm like holy fuck i just saw you staring at the fucking fish but how did okay so when you say you saw her like it looked like selena it was her it was her. it was her she was just wearing white yes should have invited her back for a threesome but (laughs) i couldn't find her But yeah it freaked me the fuck out i was because i mean i was staring at her stare at the fish tank like, it wasn't a glance. I was staring at her. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Because she, she had a blank stare on her fucking face. Just staring at the fish tank. And I'm like, what are you doing, what you fucking hell? weirdo? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I remember them telling me about that. Yeah. Like, the next day. But, I mean, honestly, that's the only thing. So, nothing. This figure with the teeth is completely gone. Yeah. No one has I'm ever seen, seen it since. Nothing. Didn't you tell me something one time that your mom, or I don't know if it was your, one of your aunts, or maybe even Jason, saw something similar at the El Paseo house upstairs? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty I mean, sure. I think Jason seen something. And um, even that, that was way back then, during that time, right? Yeah. So since then, I mean, we spoke about this house. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke about the house prior. Has You, you didn't really experience much. But because this whole thing is attached to you, nothing? Nothing. I mean, he's got, he's got a movie happened. coming out now, Venom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first yeah. thing I thought That's about. what I saw. Yeah, Venom. Yeah, when you guys told me that story, I was like, like Venom? Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't seen shit. You know, um, I kind of blame it on, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of it has to do with uh, just being unhealthy. But what do you... Okay, now I understand astral projection and the ethereal plane and all mm-hmm. that with with being healthy. But what is... It has to do with your outlook and shit. But seeing a, well. a, a demon and ghost, have, you have to be healthy for that? I, I, I must be unhealthy as shit then because I don't see anything. I, I kind of think that in a way. It's weird. Really? Yeah. I think you're accessing... Um, like Whether it be your third eye or whatever, you're accessing... A clear mind. Yeah, you're accessing something that kind of opens you up to a real a different reality which mm. is a real reality right um so again i always think about when i think about the astral projection stuff we we see all this as being scary we see all this as being dark and it's fear of the unknown and it, and, it, and yeah and it may be yeah but at the same time like i remember um one of the astral projection books that we read or was it somebody that told us? I don't know. It's all a big blur. Uh, where they say that, like, when you're in the astral plane, um, if you go as yourself, you know, looking like yourself, you're going to get attacked because there's things out there that can attack you within those planes. So we read or somebody told us that you're supposed to um, um, camouflage yourself as a sphere or an orb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Anyhow, what I think, and I forgot where I was going with this, but I kind of feel that um, 
there's things out there that look evil, look scary, mm-hmm. um, that we're able to open ourselves up to, um, to seeing, to uh, experiencing. Um, and it may not be... <laughs> your stomach's growling. So, <laughs> I know. Um, and it may not be... Um, it may not be evil. It may just look scary to us because that's not what we're used to seeing. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it could... I mean, I think it probably is evil. Um, but then again, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's well, a, the interesting part. It's just a different law. A right. Different way. Like, there's not necessarily good and evil a lot of times in planes. Yeah. Like, Selena gets sleep paralysis. Right, me too. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I told her the last time, I was like, when that does happen to you, picture the silver cord. Right. Get up and walk around. And it did happen to her, and she was able to, like, get up and walk around. Right. And and But she got scared. It's and like it's really funny you say that though because so watch and I don't know take this for whatever you however you will since that time I've gotten sleep paralysis my whole life um, those I get them frequently I talked about last time the one with Patrick and all that stuff yeah I'll never forget um, usually in those dreams I'm getting attacked by something it's usually an, an invisible force here's something really funny I think my little brother is the only person I've ever told this to. One time, one time, I had full-on sleep paralysis. I was scared because it normally throws me across the room, and I'm feeling like I'm getting beaten up, and it's just terrifying, right? (laughs) This is hilarious. One time, I got so, I got angry in my dream. My fear turned into anger, and I decided that I was going to stop it from, like, I'm going to fight back. (laughs) Weirdest shit ever. I grabbed onto it. And I held it down and I was like, just, I had this energy and I was angry. (laughs) And all of a sudden it appeared to me, it was a little Buddhist baby. What the hell? It was the weirdest thing. It was a little Buddhist baby and the little Buddhist baby opened its eyes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It opened its eyes and it was like, pretty much like, you finally got me. I'm going to now tell you the meaning of life. I woke up and I was like, I now know the meaning of life. I'm going to, ah, you know what? I'll remember. I went back to sleep. Don't remember for the life of me. Anyways, (laughs) the sleep paralysis actually stopped for like six months after that. Weirdest shit ever. Now I get tacked again and all that good stuff. I haven't gotten the, the balls to, to, tackle, to it again. tackle it again. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it sounds hilarious, but at the same time, it was it was just really weird. Dude, sleep paralysis is... I don't experience it like you do, but when I do, it's fucking scary. Remember I told you about the, the last time I experienced it and you told me, you need to write a song about that. Mm-hmm. About the devil mm-hmm. trying to kill me? Yeah, yeah. Dude, scariest thing I'd ever... I, I didn't sleep for like a week after that. Because the devil would, and I felt it, dude. I felt it. That's what? probably Belial. Dude, do not fucking say that. <laughs> no, next time you go into it, dude, now you know who the, you're dealing with. The crazy with. thing. Look, look, <laughs> look, let me just explain it to you. Hopefully, he so, says my name. If it ever happens, he says my name. That's how you're gonna know shit's real. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm breaking up with you. I'm selling my part of the company. I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> so I'm having this dream, and I'm walking down the street with this guy in black. Right, he's wearing like a black suit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, fuck, where am I? So I look around, and I'm on my Aunt Vicky Street. And I said, okay, I think I'm going to a party. Yeah, I'm going to a family party. I'm walking with this guy, and I'm like, I don't even know who this is. And out of nowhere, we're inside my aunt's house. And that's another story. My aunt's house is haunted as shit, from what I'm told. I'm on the couch. I got this dude to my left, and I'm looking at him like, what's going on? I see this other suave-looking guy in black 
black hair, black beard, sitting next to this other dude. I'm looking around and I'm like, what? I Okay, who are these people? None of my family's around. And out of nowhere, the suave looking dude jumps on this guy and starts stabbing him. And I was like, what the hell? And I'm looking at this guy. So what are we doing? What am I doing here? And he goes, you're going to find out. I'm going to find out. I look at this guy and I'm like, what are you doing? He looks back at me and says, you're going to find out. And then he kills this guy and he tells me, you're him, right? I said, what? You're his son. And I was like, I'm his son? Looking around and he's like, yeah, you're his son. And I was like, well, I'm Gus Ariano's son. Like, is that, is that what you're talking about? And the guy was like, you're his son. And I was like, okay. I said, what is this guy doing? To the guy to my left. And he's like, you're going to find out. And as soon as I turn my head, this guy's on top of me. Yeah. And he starts telling me, you're his son. And I was like, what? And then he starts repeating this in revenge of his name. You're his son in revenge of his name. And I was like, what the fuck? Then he starts stabbing me. Like hard stabbing me. And all he was screaming was... Was in, in, I wish. <laughs> that would have been a... Gr- Don't wake me up. <laughs> and he keeps stabbing me. And all he's yelling is in revenge of his name. In revenge of his name. And I'm like, who are you? And this guy left him. He looks and goes, that's the devil. And I was like, What? stabbing me and then I, we end up on the floor and at this point we're on the floor like i feel myself trying to wake up i could i poke my eye open and i could see my bedroom and i could see dina and i'm like what the fuck and as he's screaming in revenge of his name and i feel the knife puncturing me and then i just start seeing flashes of white and that was the last sleep paralysis thing i ever had because i kept was that it was like two months ago three months ago oh nice and i just kept trying to wake up and i would see myself i would see my room and then i would just get sucked back into the dream yeah. And all this dude is screaming in revenge of his name. And apparently to the guy to the left, it was the devil. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So should we bust out the Ouija board? Dude, Let's do it right I'm when I leave. I'm fucking totally down. Yeah, me too. Do you have one or what? No, I wish. Well, let's make our own. I know. <laughs> let's drop our blood on it. <laughs> Worked yeah. last time. And while you guys are making it, I will be making a straight line to my car. <laughs> So how do you feel hearing all this? I feel, I feel the same way. I've I'm I'm kind of desensitized to these stories, right? Because I've yeah, heard, heard them for years, thirty yeah. years. But it's like I've always felt, right? Like I've t- like, like I said earlier, I I believe, right? I'm not a I'm not a skeptic. I believe in this kind of shit, right? I mean, to me, like you and I spoke about the other day, there's no good without evil, right? right. I mean, the devil is a real thing entity whatever you want to call it these days necessarily it's devil um i think it's just you know positive and negative energy right right right, right. yeah Uh, people label it however they will but i mean if you think about like there's not one fucking religion that's right you know what i mean like devil and jesus right you know what i mean it's like but in any religion obviously throughout time all religions boil down to the same thing, positive and negative. Right, that's what I was going to say. In that's every religion, the world, you know, there's a good and there's a bad. The, but, yeah, uh, people label the devil and God. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's labeled like that in all sorts of religions. Obviously, there's a po- positive and negative. Right. And one of the, the big things that people forget, and this goes back to when I talked to you about in graduate school when I studied the Bible, mm-hmm. one thing I took out of it was... This book was written for the time period in which it existed. Exactly. And people told stories and folk tales and all this stuff to yeah. get a whole objective and a point across. And when you read the Bible, you read the Quran, both of them, the whole objective and the point that they're trying to get across at the end of it all is just be a good person. And Don't that's be an it. asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're not a good person, you're going to pay. 
There's consequences. Not necessarily you're going to be damned to hell. It's just there's consequences in general. That's right. And and that's it. But somehow people have interpreted it into something that it's really not. Right. And, yeah. Like uh, the whole Belial thing. I don't necessarily think it was Belial. You know what I mean? I believe it was a dark entity, yes. I think it just labeled itself as Belial knowing what I was doing. Right. It's like I always say, though. So, I mean... You can't prove that it is like I can't prove that it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I have like have a complete open mind to answer your question. I still feel the same again because I've heard these stories over and over. I have a little more, you know, appreciation for it because you've given me the finer details that I, that I never got back then. Because right, you know, you were just kind of spitting stories out, and he was spitting stories right. out, and you know what I mean. Um, I always jokingly say you guys are evil, and I hate being around evil. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I I I I believe you one hundred percent. I mean, you've always since I've known you. That's how I know you. You don't bullshit anybody. Oh, yeah. For what? You know what I mean? There's no reason to. For all we know... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for all we know, going back to the Tibetan monk thing, it's probably a Tibetan monk who's mastered that shit so yeah. well that dude, he's like, I'm going to fuck with these little kids. Oh, dude, to- totally. I totally think about that, too. Yeah. yeah. They're sitting there like, I mean, if they're going to be sitting there that long, they might as well amuse themselves, exactly. you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if you read up on it, you can master... The oh, astral plane. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That um, book, that book that I borrowed from you, it's it was very interesting. I mean, I, I don't have the attention span to, to try. I think I tried once. I said, all right, I read it. I'm gonna try to maybe put things in that. I said, no, it's too much for me. I'm bored. I don't want to <laughs> go through all that detail. So, you were mentioning that intrigues you again. Have you ever thought about getting back into? I mean, like getting yourself healthy and. Getting myself healthy? Yeah. Well, I have a weight challenge going on with Jaime right now. <laughs> <laughs> for the next month, we have a $200 bet. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I am for the next month at least. <laughs> <laughs> We're also going to Cancun mid-December, so I need to try to get like a, some sort of beach bod going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... Yeah, you know... <sighs> clarity, it's, it's fucked up. But that's also because I've been drinking a lot lately. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm blinded to a lot of shit. I realize this. I know this. Right. But it's done on purpose. But I haven't also, like, lost touch with reality. Right. Um, I've been drinking a lot. Uh, specifically, like, self-medicate. I know myself out because, you know, mom, like, we've yeah. had to, you know, be in uh, the hospital with her for the past, what, fucking year, two years, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, dad, same thing with yeah. the amputation and now, you know, the yeah. cancer. So it's like, fuck. And I'm purposely doing it. But I do have control. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but, and I, I, how could I put it? I am going to stop drinking. Yeah. Here soon. Yeah. Not completely. Uh, I'll do it here and there or whatever. But clarity, clarity does scare me to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does kind of scare me as far as like spirituality goes. Right. Because I know what it's brought me before. Right. That's so I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that I have PTSD from that, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the reason why I did start doing, you know, a lot of drugs and drinking and stuff was because... You know, I had my soul ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll you know do mean? it. But, but yeah, I always, that'll get you too. Yeah. For and, all you alcoholics out there who want to quit drinking. Yeah. Have your soul ripped apart. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you can get 
PTSD from... I do. Even I, though it's no, not... No, I know I do have it. Right, right. You know, because it's like... Every day I have to think I'm... You know... Um, if I die, am I going to have to go back to that? Exactly. Like, even, like, sleep paralysis. I'll have, like, crazy sleep paralysis episodes. And it takes days or even a week to get over it. Yeah. So I can only imagine... You know, having that experience um, would do that and stick with you for a long time. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I love the fact of, like, you know, heaven, you know, walking into the clouded gates and blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, to me, that's kind of like just a bunch of bullshit. One of the things, you know? it's funny you say that, though. Um, did you read the same thing? I remember reading a book where the author's discussing how there's different varying levels and different varying different planes, planes that you go yeah. to. And there's one plane in particular, which he talks about having, it's very difficult to access. And that's the plane where he claims that when you actually do die, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. And so one of the interesting things that I read is that you go there um, and he was able to access it, but he said, he talks about how extremely difficult and how it took him decades to get to that level. And he was able to see his own father, who had passed away, um, living in his home that he built and grew up in, mm-hmm. and just kind of made a replication of his life here on Earth. Um, and so that's how his dad was living out his afterlife, afterlife or whatever. But one of the interesting parts of that book was that it's all connected to your subconscious, right? And so he mentions how a lot of time when people die and they see, quote unquote, hell, it's because subconsciously that's kind of what they've created. You're kind of like already creating that place that you're going to go without even realizing it. Isn't that fucked up? Right. Yeah. And so sometimes... Makes you not want to watch horror movies, right? Right. (laughs) So he claims that sometimes people go there when they die or that's the first thing they see and they... But he says it can take an eternity for them to realize that they actually have complete control over what they're experiencing in that plane. And so astral projection actually kind of almost trains you to be able to manipulate that plane before you even cross over. That's exactly why I got into it. Yeah. It was because of that. Interesting. But the thing about it is planes do exist. I mean, think about... The Egyptians, they had planes. Yeah, fucking Southwest Airlines and... fucking cancel my trip to those fucking assholes. Yeah. That was a fucked up plane. Yeah. Uh, if you go back in, you know, Dante's Inferno. Yeah. There's planes, right. planes of right. hell, yeah. uh, Egyptians. Uh, I mean, go back to so many, like, they talk about different types of planes of the afterlife. You know, um, and these cultures are so spread apart, like hundreds of years. Um, good and evil, gods and demons. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So obviously, these things do fucking exist. Yeah, they're and probably the exact same fucking thing. They just have a different way of explaining them. That's what I was going to say earlier. Perceive them. That's all it is. They give them yeah. their own fucking name. Yeah, because they don't, you know, they don't exist with each other. Which is also why I think that ancient civilizations were more in tune with that aspect oh, fuck yeah. Imagine because then yeah no internet they were healthy <laughs> <laughs> but they were healthier exactly they were more connected and that's why we look upon those things and think oh my god like they well yeah they were more connected to that they look at how much more they constructed and everything yeah like they're deep like you could even see it in the architecture right yeah you know like even the houses it's like you guys are making these fucking shit houses you know, versus like 
50 years ago like the difference in architecture is so fucking different the detail um everything now it's just money 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 you know and the government's poisoning us with their fucking food and right you know. and actually that ties into it's well, not government corporations it, no really. it's weird though because that actually ties into what people believe with like the illuminati and stuff people really firmly believe that this level of spirituality spirituality if it became mainstream that corporations would lose money the whole world every day-to-day life would be completely so they've actually made a conscious effort to blind us to the realities that exist in that kind of spiritual world um and it's the illuminati (laughs) and those people that know how to access that but they keep it their own personal secret which is why it connects the illuminati to like ancient civilizations and all this stuff some people some conspiracy theorists might actually be onto something it sounds so far-fetched and so far out there but um, when you really think about it keeping them unhealthy so they don't open up their third eye and become enlightened um you have a freaking little eye on the dollar bill enlightenment yeah exactly again um it's really weird to think about but we there's there's a lot of truth there um and i'm not a big conspiracy theorist person at all but knowing what i know um you can't help but think about these types of things even though it sounds very far-fetched and very conspiracy we might have the fbi or somebody coming in asking us what we know but uh Um, but it's no, weird. I think I think I'll be fine because they know that you know I drink White Claw, so yeah. my mind is blinded. You don't, you don't so trust like, the oh, guy this, who this drinks dude White doesn't Claw. See, he doesn't see shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd be like, "Is there a reward here?" Yes. Um, we got a truckload of White Claws yeah. outside for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know when you run out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting stuff. To say the least. It really is. We could be here for months talking about this stuff, right? I mean, well, why don't we? Yeah, we should. <laughs> well, fine with me. We can have we can have a series, the uh, you know, ghost series and the music series, and yeah. I mean, it's it's really fun stuff. I mean, they have whole TV shows and documentaries on this stuff. But and you know, to be totally honest with you, and again, I have to keep. Um, broken record right i'm a religious person but yet i'm very open-minded and i always watch all that stuff right i watch the um do you the, go to church no wait the, what, what 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 are you catholic christian i don't know and really? see look uh, you're I'm native american you I'm gotta be catholic bro. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put it like this right it's like the same way of and we're not gonna get into a political conversation right oh, dude i am politics i am i am largely democratic right mm-hmm. but i see a lot of you fucking heathen re- re- <laughs> I, I can see some i can see the republic you know me i always do that i can yeah, i can see both i can see both right yeah. but you've always been one that goes both ways i know you right. <laughs> you want to talk about a boring life go one way <laughs> you gotta try everything once a little bit my man but um but the a big part not of- sucking that dick again <laughs> <laughs> tasted real bad <laughs> A big reason why I I don't go headfirst into researching shit like that is because of stuff you guys have done. I yeah. know that if you you knock on the door long enough, somebody will answer. So I don't mind watching the shows and oh, you so know. So you're fucking writing a coattails, trying to like 
Let yeah. Let's do homework, huh? Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, uh, Paul, I'm really Thanks, interested man. in this. Can you research it for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, even on the politics trip, I mean, I spent three years, better part of three years, doing all that research and stuff. So if you need to talk politics, just ask me. To me, yeah, it's aside like... from the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't... Uh politics i've told you guys a million times i'm a stay in my lane type of dude i don't care what you think i i don't lose sleep over it don't try to argue with me if you lose sleep over what i feel that's your business yeah whatever man i don't i truly but don't it, you know what's funny is like delving deep into all the shit that i've experienced and all that like to me politics really doesn't fucking matter exactly and then it doesn't it, it really doesn't. doesn't again it's At one all. of those things that's used to to blind us from yeah. real shit. It's totally pointless to me, and people get mad at me for that. But I know what I've seen. I know what I've been through. Well, and, I mean, uh, I yeah. spent three years in grad school with a focus on political science. I wrote an entire thesis that's founded and, and based in political science. And, you know, I teach at the college, and the first thing I do is I tell them it's all bullshit. It's all meant to make you pick sides and to blind you from what's really going on. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, to take a stance somewhere, like, you're just buying into the system. But, again, blinding us from the reality of what we're talking about. Things that, the experiences that Eric had came from being a curious kid dabbling into the dark arts, right? Um, but... I don't think it was necessarily just dark, though. Right, no, but but, but what it I'm saying reality, is that like you... Good and evil. There was no internet. There's no... Um, nothing blinding you at the time other than what did you have? You had uh, meditation. You had your thoughts. You had your, your research, your reading, which you is... You sound like a caveman. I ain't that old, <laughs> <laughs> So you were able to, 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 to link into something that people usually wouldn't even have time or take the time to do. Well, yeah, they wouldn't. Right, and they wouldn't. and so um, when they people think, "Wow, this is crazy," and maybe believe it or maybe not believe it, it's like um, it's because there's not a lot of people out there running around doing those well, things. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Though. I, I again, yes, it was a lot harder, right? You had to really try to look for this kind of stuff back then, right? It wasn't easily accessible. I think nowadays, because of the internet. And the vast amount of information that we have at our fingertips. I do think there's more people that look into this. The thing is, is that people are afraid to say it. Nowadays, you do anything, you're an idiot, you're crazy. You know what I mean? No, I I give you that. I don't give a shit, but I'm saying, I think there's more people out there than... No, I think the reverse. I think people don't mind talking about it because people are more open-minded. I think people are just too lazy to dabble into that. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, now be if they're gonna do their homework, they're gonna just Google it, and it's not as much passion into it right, as exactly. it is for like. There's something about like writing stuff down. There's a magic to writing stuff down, which right. most people don't do, right? And they don't realize like when you're setting a goal, it's better to like Selena laughs at me because I write stuff down in notebooks, right? No, yeah. but that's how I accomplish my goals is by writing. There's a magic in writing it down from your own hand. I agree. Versus yep. fucking typing it in. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it, it, it's more personable. Right. It, But I think there's a magic, too. There's something to that. Right. I don't know what it is exactly, but that's how you manifest. Yeah. Go analog. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. Cool analog. I absolutely agree. You know. And yeah. that's the thing is that, and then it's just a such a fast paced world nowadays. Who has time to like? Well, I'm gonna be healthy and I'm gonna meditate and I'm gonna write shit down. Like, no, everybody just wants to live their life and go on with day to day activities. Well, see, the the stuff that I love and that I'm into is there's a lot of people like that meditation and the fitness world and being a healthy lot, and or a lot because you expose yourself to others that are similar oh there's a lot i don't know man most people i know are unhealthy as shit including myself i'll give you that okay fine there's not a lot so of what are people you saying? But unhealthy but, <laughs> well, the <thing> about <laughs> there's it not is, a lot okay. of people in el paso right that's, that's, that. true. that's a good point you know what, you know what I mean? like it's one thing working out it doesn't mean you're fucking healthy oh yeah, i agree i'll give you that think better food yeah like, yeah everything that's in it like even to the vegetables like mm-hmm. even if you're vegan, you're still unhealthy because of all the fucking pesticides and blah mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. You know, it, we're being poisoned, right? Yeah, day in day out. You know, and it, there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, you have to fucking eat. Yeah, I mean, there are some things you can do, you know, but like you know, it goes back to Monsanto. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can't even get your shit. own seeds are are genetically modified. It's done already. for a reason. It's done to hide spirituality. Yeah. And that's what I believe. That's I, I, exactly what I believe. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Um, and one of the, I guess, the most well-known people out there. If anybody is interested, look at the stuff that Jim Carrey says. Everybody right. thought that Jim Carrey is this lunatic, crazy person. Right. But when you actually talking about what we're talking about, like when I listen to what he says, I'm like, God, people only knew what this guy knows. That's like fucking true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But to everybody else, oh, he's a crazy person. No, he's not. Yeah. Like, we're the crazy people. He knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, it all depends on which side you stand on. Mm-hmm. There's probably a picture of his crazy character of, like, Ace Ventura. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like... Yeah. But what they don't realize <laughs> is that he actually, uh, he even talks about it. He talks about, I've seen it where he's actually being interviewed on shows and he's talking about opening up his third eye and becoming enlightened and all that stuff. And the audience is laughing because they think he's joking. Right. And they're just like, no. He's fucking serious. Yeah. But I mean, how can you look at him when he talks and fucking not laugh? I know, like, right? he, he's, he created that history, you know? <laughs> Fire Marshal Bob. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> or Bill. There you go. <laughs> Let me tell you something. (laughs) So you mean to tell me Ace Ventura is enlightened. uh, But yeah, I mean, we could go. I mean, every little piece of this, um, there could be an entire podcast dedicated to it. And Um, there probably will be. Hey, so let me ask you this. You actually joined the Mason... The Mason. Oh, that's right. I can't talk about it. I was sworn <laughs> to have my tongue ripped out. Actually, it was so funny. Eric was approached about becoming a Mason at the exact same time that I was. And so as my older brother. Really? Yeah. yeah. At the same time? Yeah, but by two different people. Oh, no shit. I had no and, idea. Which is really weird that they approached us. But anyways, I remember telling it. I told Eric. Well, actually, you know, Masons aren't supposed to approach anybody. Well, I didn't we necessarily were, okay, get approached. We were... Sp- spoken to about it and so yeah yeah not approached but we were both in communication with somebody that were masons and it intrigued us because of all this stuff that always intrigues us and then so i told eric i was like um you know what your older brother just go for it and then like if things are good give me a thumbs up (laughs) and a wink You know, and then I'll I'll go join, and then if if not, just give me a thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But anyways, but yeah, there's a lot of there's, stuff. There's not a lot of stuff I can talk about with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Because, it, you know, I was sworn to secrecy. Yeah. But it's not a bad thing. Right. In fact, it has to boil down to manifestation. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's exactly what it is. It's uh, building blocks. Yeah. What do masons do? They build. Right. That makes sense. Same shit. That's why they call it the masons. Yeah. It's not a mason that's actually building, you know... But building mentally. I was actually going to go and uh, petition, but then COVID happened. But whatever. Kill all the old men at the lodge. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what? You're interested? Nobody's told us this in 20 years. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I think, uh, I don't know. How do you feel, Adrian? Uh, still scared. Um, see how I sleep tonight. Scared I work, of what? I work. Yeah. Scared of what? We. I hope nothing attached itself to me while we're sitting here. <laughs> Don't be scared. Be excited about it. Because what does that tell you? No, that tells I, you that there's more to life than what we know. I, see, I've already, I've already known that. Yeah. But because this one's dark, I am. To me, you're dark, Adrian. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> the, I'm surprised no one's caught on to the ebony ivory I thing. Know, right? That's like the. You really don't think they best, huh? You really I don't, don't think that? I, I, I think it's great. But um. No, I feel more more informed, right, on, on, on the situation. Again, I'm, I'm not a skeptic. I believe in basically everything, right? Like, I, I, I believe you wholeheartedly. Um, but I've heard the stories before, so it's like, yeah, you know, I haven't heard them from you in a long time, Eric. I hear, you know, heard them from Paul. And, How often do we fucking hang out? No, that's your fault. Thanks, man. You don't no, know that's how, your fault, You don't know how dude, phone works. Because you don't want to fucking party with me. Well, we can't, you can't call me on a random Tuesday and say, what are you doing, buddy? Why not? I miss you. No, I said you can't. Oh, I guess I could. You guys are co-owners of a business, and it's like the mafia calling the meeting of the, the, yeah, the bosses much, just right? to yeah, exactly. in a room Fuck. together. No. I'm calling a meeting. Yeah. But um, no, I, I, I still feel the same, right? Like, it still creeps me out, only because of... To be honest with you, the Belial thing is what scared me the most about this whole story. Yeah, but the thing about it is, I don't think it was necessarily Belial. It's just well, like you a tell negative me the, you, entity. You tell me this now, but 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that's what it, you you know know what I mean? that's what it said. But yeah. I, like I said, like throughout history, there's a negative and a positive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just. I know you love grasping on the poles, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it makes a lot of noise. Thank you. But, yeah. <laughs> His energy's all. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go start researching it. You know what I mean? Why not? For what, man? You can end up there anyways, I'm trying to get through today. You can end up there anyways, dog. I'm trying to get through today. I'm not worried about tomorrow. You might be there today. No. At least you have the knowledge. No, sir. I know where I'm going when I go. You're going with your dick in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a really big (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh yeah, I had a great time. I think um, I'm glad the situation is finally brought to light. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I I loved it. I still feel the same though. If that's what you're asking me. No, yeah. It's right in time for Halloween. Yeah. Do I want to come to this house by myself? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, if I, if I ever have to live with Eric, I'm sleeping in bed with him. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> Man, how do you feel? You feel the same? Yeah. I, I don't know why, like, you have, like, this glow about you now that you, like, 
I have a feeling you're going to text me in three days and be like, dude, guess what I just started doing? I bought a Ouija board. I started looking into this. I started looking into that. I have a feeling. Because you seem a little... This Aleister Crowley character is very interesting. (laughs) See, that's the crazy part, man. I'm going to open up a tarot card business. Dude, uh, I don't doubt it. I'm going to become the... I don't know. I uh, the funny thing about it is Anton Lavey, Aleister Crowley, all these dudes. Like I, I've I started researching them a long time ago, only because I just like knowing about that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, like I don't, that's what I don't understand about people that are Catholics or Christians. Okay, <clears throat> so they'll delve into their religion, right? No, they understand that the world has to do with good and evil. Why the fuck would you not want to study the bad part? Yeah. The negative. Yeah, you know t- what I mean? Like, you study both fucking sides. You know what I mean? Study Catholicism, Christianity, shamanism, you know, uh, everything. Why not? It's part of this fucking world. I agree. Hinduism, it, whatever. And just because you're researching it doesn't mean you're supporting it. It doesn't, it, mean, it doesn't mean you're worshipping you're it. Just, you're just you're just curious, looking just like I've been. Well, you know yeah, you I mean? got to see both sides of the fucking story. Right. Yeah. You know, and it, it's crazy to me that these hardcore Christians or Catholics or whatever don't search and study the other side of shit. Yeah, they become very jaded and very narrow-minded. Yeah, it's like, why do you want to see just one side of the story? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, study both. You're not doing a bad thing. When I when I had found out, I don't remember who it was that told me. When I had found out that, you know, I was a naive kid, right? You hear Satanism and you think, oh, it's devil worshipping. Right. I think I read... I started reading something about the difference between actual devil worshiping and Satanism. That's when I was like, wait a minute, what? And that's when I looked into the Anton LaVey stuff and then found out it was more about self-indulgement. That's all it Living is. your life. Self-indulgence. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, in, you know, like I said, I've always just been, to me, you have to know both. And you know you what's so to. funny? What I always think about, like, when you talked about, like, devil worshiping, what I think is hilarious, you start to find major contradictions, right? Like, one On of them, sides. one of them being that... When you think of devil worship, you automatically think of sacrificing and this and this, right? In the Bible, that's all they ever did. They yeah. sacrificed and they bled every single yep. thing that they ever put in their mouth. Exactly. And that was okay. But because somebody's doing it nowadays, all of a sudden it's, oh my God, it's devil worship. It's just the weirdest shit. Exactly. Well, I, I, I think true. if you look at it and you look at the case-by-case scenario... You have some dude in a black coat or a black hood with a baby with a pentagram on his stomach wanting to kill him. Well, that's, yeah, that's obvious, right? Right. But in, in, in but the subtle, in, that, in like the in subtle the satanic Bible or No, no, like I that, get that. Know? But people, that's what people, why are you doing this? People well, think that, I'm yeah. sacrificing this kid to the devil. Yeah. It's, so it's like. Yeah, and they used to do it all the time in the Bible, though. They sacrificed even kids in the Bible. To. To because God came down and said you need to give up your son, whatever I think was right. it Abraham. Yeah, did, yeah. yeah. Um, that actually sacrificed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sacrifice was. Oh a no, he big... was he was cutting the tip of people's dicks. Oh yeah, he did. That's that. why that's I right. have a beautiful dick right now. <laughs> is because he decided to chop off that foreskin. Right. The circumcision. <laughs> yeah, it's like dude, but, uh, it's like a fucking microphone. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stories in there of them sacrificing yeah. kids and and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But yet but see that's the thing though is that ask nine out of ten religious quote-unquote people when's the last time you read the bible all right 
oh, I've never read the Bible or I've read scripture. When's the last time you read it in Hebrew? Do you know how to speak Hebrew? No. So isn't there a loss of translation from Hebrew to, to English? Yeah, so how can you compensate for that? So how can you truly even understand the meaning of the Bible of A, you've never read it, B, you're spouting out scripture that you've heard in English, um, you've never, you don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Most people don't even know what the hell they're talking about, and that's what frustrates me. What's ego? Yeah, and they it's go they ego. go by what other people are saying, whether it be at church or whatever. It's like this is the way it is, and they take that as um, at face value. Yeah, and uh, so that's why religion in general is just completely skewed. It's completely well. You it know, even says in there that they want people to be sheep. Yeah, yeah, that's and, where uh, the term came from was a fucking Bible. And now people are like, oh, you're just sheep. It's like, well, where do you think that term came from? The right. Bible. And then, like, and, and then okay. now it's even going back to politics. <laughs> and going back to co- politics, it's now connects to politics. Exactly. If you're on that side, you're sheep. Oh, yeah. you're on that side, you're sheep. It's from all about... Christian. And then, yeah. And then now all of a sudden, <laughs> there's no more separation of church and state. Now it's all about like religious versus the atheists of the world. Now, if you're a liberal, you're probably an atheist. If you're on the right, you're probably a Christian through and through. It's all bullshit, man. It's all yeah. complete bullshit. And what upsets me is that when we talk about this stuff... There's going to be a group of people that think we're nuts, um, but... You're nuts, not me. <laughs> I thought you were crazy, but now I can clearly see you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guy walks into his psychiatrist's office, wrapped in cellophane. But, <laughs> but people that talk about this stuff are, are, are supposed to be nuts, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, because it goes against where people are, you know where they want us to be why do you think i don't ever bring any of this up to anybody right because i don't care right i'm gonna i'm gonna do me you're gonna do you man that's how it should be we can coexist look you guys are my my family and we we see differently in a lot of things but that's that doesn't affect our friendship it doesn't affect how you are as i don't people. know man the shit you've been talking to <laughs> shit. you don't even talk to me we already established this we've actually got a couple guys waiting outside we're about yeah, to yeah. jump right <laughs> right <laughs> but texting him <laughs> yeah. oh fuck this guy up i don't i don't like his uh political stance <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah we can go on and on about mm-hmm. this absolutely but it was fun it was it was i'm glad uh Eric, thank you. Yeah, for... I think we should call this uh, one third. <laughs> <laughs> one third, one third, one third. Yeah, I think the extra one would be my dick. <laughs> the extra little decimal. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. Um, again, I'm glad everything finally came out. We had a nice build up to it this. Came out right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this won't be the last time we'll be hearing from Eric. Maybe we can talk about um, guitar stuff later, feature tattoo stuff later. Whatever, right? You'll yeah, be back. I'm done. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, happy Halloween to happy Halloween everybody to listening everybody. to this. Yep. Hope everyone has a good one. Everyone be safe out there. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy the candy. Enjoy all of it. Halloween's amazing. And Eric, I love you. Oh shit, you said it. Holy fuck. You know how weird it sounds for you to say that? It's kind of weird. Like It's now on on uh it's going to be on audio recorded now. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, Anytime gonna, you want to hear it, just listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm going to like <laughs> edit it so I just hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's more telepathy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're done? Well, I was waiting for mine, but fuck you then. All right. What? I'll text it to you later. Yeah, yeah, I know you would, dickhead. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Till next time. Bye. Bye.